Welcome to the Working on the Weekend podcast. When you freelance or own your own business, you likely operate outside the typical nine to five. Join Peyton Robinson and Eileen Talkman each week as they spill the tea on being freelance marketers in the content and social world. You'll hear real life experiences about the grind of freelancing and poke a little fun at corporate America too. You'll never know what to expect from Peyton and Eileen's job in an ever-changing digital world. But one thing's for sure, they'll always be working on the weekends. Working on a weekend like usual. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast with your hosts, Peyton Robinson. That is me. I am joined by Eileen Talkman. That is her. That is she. That is the one. And today we're doing an episode. It's going to be probably a little bit shorter, but don't worry. It's been a while since you guys got our segments. So the Too segments long. are here. It's, I mean, this whole year so far. Dad you jokes. just pulled that one joke. Dad jokes. We haven't um, done it since last year. I haven't done this since, I don't know, like last year. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're doing today. We're going through a full episode. We're talking about marketing deadly sins, Whoa. a.k.a. what not to do it in 2024. If you're working for a client, if you're you're about to start working with someone or you're, you know, your job's like, hey, like, what should we do this year different? Like, do you have any advice, any opinions? Here you go. Check these off your list. If you've done any of these or you're currently doing any any of these, these are things, you know, us as professionals in the field would not recommend doing in 2024. If you've done in the past, we could just pretend you didn't, you know. We're just moving forward, turning over a new leaf. And we're just going to get right into it. So, the deadly sins. Put some thrilling music right there. The first one. We have to admit something to you guys. We do this, okay? And I have a feeling if you're listening to this and you work in social media, you might do this one too. And we're talking about posting the same content on all social platforms. A new product is released and you're posting essentially the exact same post on your Instagram, on your Instagram stories, on your Twitter, X I mean, on your Facebook, maybe on your LinkedIn. Like it's the same content, maybe resized, maybe not. And if you're not resizing and they're completely like out of whack, and I have seen that, start Even there. bigger problem. <laughs> start there. Um, make sure that they are in the correct formats. Now you can honestly do like a decent amount of sizes for a lot of the platforms. But I have seen in the past some posts on brands, especially like LinkedIn and like Facebook, like that are like cut off or like weird. So like yeah. make sure, first of all, that you like just literally go on their websites and check the design specs for any graphics. Secondly, you guys, we can't be posting the same content on every platform. It's literally the sin of social media. It's bad. And the reason is because people engage differently. People are looking for different content on different platforms. You might be on TikTok and want to see something kind of funny that also promotes a product in some way. But maybe when you're on LinkedIn, you're like, well, I know for a fact when you're on LinkedIn, you're like, what is this? Is this a joke? Is this serious? Like, I don't know what's going on here. LinkedIn and Facebook, very different. People are on Facebook to check on their boomer parents, sorry, and accurate, <laughs> and do things of that sort, right? And they're just trying to engage with people they know. And maybe, maybe they're okay with seeing, you know, your brand stuff because obviously they're following your page or have in the past. Okay. The people on Facebook and your coworkers on LinkedIn and everyone that you know on LinkedIn, like those are just two different worlds we're talking about here. And we really should not be posting the same content across the board. Sorry. Yeah, it's um, 
It's giving lazy. It's mm. giving redundant. Mm-hmm. And it's giving no strategy, right? Because it's giving I do this sometimes and yeah. Oh no. We're in bear. You know what? We're not proud. We're not proud of doing it. Like I really, if I could find all the time in the world to do every single post yes. differently on every platform, yes. I would. But if you're working on a team and they're like, hey, like we can hire more people or whatever, like then it's a good time to be like, okay, I think that we shouldn't be posting the same stuff on every platform because we spend so much time strategizing, coming up with these strategies, focusing on like what kind of content we're creating, but we're not actually focusing on it by platform, which is honestly like probably one of the it's most huge. important things. Yeah. yeah. Rip us. We are all obviously just doing our best, but if you have the bandwidth and capabilities to be posting different content on each platform, depending on how people behave on that platform, just do it. Just do it. Nike. And if not, just keep it in mind, you know, just as like something yeah. like, ooh, okay, like right now I think our social presence is an eight out of 10, but I know if I could do get that going in, you know, Q2 or Q3, that could bring us to a nine out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. So, you know, just things to consider. Yeah. And actually, I have an idea for like baby steps. Yeah. We divide the platforms into like two different categories, one that can be like a little more fun and one that's maybe a little more serious and at least like differentiate those two. Yes. You know, like maybe TikTok and Instagram can be a little bit more fun, whereas like you said, you know, well, Facebook, obviously, you're just checking in on your boomer parents, but Facebook is, you know, people aren't really being like silly and goofy on Facebook anymore. So maybe They're really not. what you're posting on like Facebook and Twitter can be the same. Right. Exactly. Just informational updates. That's a really good first step. Or even just the way that you talk, the tone, like yeah. are you using emojis, those kinds of things. Like there's just, there's just a different culture on mm-hmm. each platform, you know? So even if it's just taking some time to look at how people are behaving on those platforms and understanding that better, and then just making slight tweaks in the meantime, which yeah. is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I think that's um, a good way to try. <laughs> you know? Okay. I agreed. We're, we're working on it. Like we said, I already said this, but we're going through these sins. We are not perfect. We are also just doing our best. And I know you guys are too. So mm-hmm. if there's a chance to implement something, do it. Take what you want. Leave what you don't. That's right. All right. So another marketing deadly sin for 2024, I think, is ignoring diversity in your marketing materials, your wow. collateral. <laughs> yes. in your collateral. Silence. But like no, honestly, I'm kind of taken back that you said that in a good way because oh. yes. I mean, it's easy for me to say as a white person. A white blonde girl? Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm kidding. Sorry, but guys. But seriously, like, you know, there's um a task that I do for one of my jobs, which is like selecting stock images. Mm-hmm. And if I just picked like a white guy every single time, how boring is that? Number one. Number two, we have customers all over the world. Right. Like we need to be including different genders, different races, even people with like different capabilities and mm-hmm. physically. Um, mm-hmm. Physical abilities. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's that's just like part. That's just life. That's like what everybody is so diverse and so different. And if you're not noticing that because like, I don't know, maybe you're like a swimsuit brand and you're you have these like models that you've worked with before and they're all beautiful and tall and skinny and like dark brunette hair. Like it's, you're going to make people who don't look like that feel like your product isn't for them. That's exactly what And you're not trying to necessarily exclude people. Yeah. But 
it comes off that way. And honestly, there's something too, like as being someone that is biracial, there's something too, like when I look at, I don't know why, like this is like something I'm sure there's studies on in like the marketing world because I find this really interesting. But if I'm following a, let's just take that swimsuit brand. If I'm following a swimsuit brand and all the people are white or whatever, like I don't think about it in the moment, right? Like I'm not like, oh, I can't shop here. Like it's it's more subconscious than that. You're not like, oh, I can't do this because all the people look this way, right? Like you're not thinking that in the moment, but that is the perception that it gives over time. And like that's how we perceive it. But also when you see someone that looks like you, like if I see a girl that has a lighter brown skin with super curly hair, I see myself in her. I see myself in that suit. If every model that you're using for your swimsuit brand is all tall and someone's short and then they see someone that's shorter wearing it or a pair of jeans so they know how high up they go and those kinds of things, like they're going to be more likely to buy because they're seeing themselves. So as, if you're being diverse, there's a good chance that everyone gets a chance to see themselves in your brand. Yeah. Themselves. You know, a brand that I think does a really good job at this is um, Khloe Kardashian's brand, Good American. If you're mm. on her website, she sh- like there are photos of models in every single size. Yes. Skims like, does that as well. Okay. Well, it must be just, a Kardashian thing. It's a Kardashian thing, but you can like click the different sizes and if it's like, okay, this is my size and you can see how it looks on someone that's comparable to your size. That's like key. I'm telling, like, that is Mm -hmm. such a good one. And I don't think people realize, like, it's not an intentional, like, oh, I'm Mm -hmm. only using people that look like this one person. You just, it just becomes what it is. Or like, if it's a product you're offering or a service you're offering, if you're using, you know, all corporate looking young people in their thirties, it's like, okay, well, there's people at this company that are 60. There's people at this company that are 21. It's like, not everyone looks that way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So kind of just expanding a little bit on what, you know, what the people look like that we're including in our content. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. My next one. This is just a sin, you guys. Sin, sin, sin. Focusing solely on your brand and not the consumer, your audience, etc. There's so many times I'll start working with a client and I'll go through their social content or whatever, whether it's going through social content or I'm working with a client and I'm like looking through our own feed on Instagram or something the content you're creating has to serve others in some way. If you're constantly, here's our sale, buy this, buy this, here's a coupon to buy this, that's exhausting and no one cares. Like the consumer is not like, oh, okay, there's a coupon here, like maybe, but 99% of the time they're like, what does this mean for me? How does this make my life easier or better or faster or whatever that thing is? Like, how does it do that? And that's what you should focus on. And if it makes things better and if whatever it is, if it makes things faster, Explain how it makes things faster. Show the process. Show how it, it works in real life. C- include some testimonials of people that have used, you know, your software before. Like that's what people are looking for. Instead of, hey, we sell software, come buy it. No one cares. You hit the nail on the head. If you're just talking all about the brand, like you, 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 and not demonstrating your value in like a realistic way. It just comes off so pushy, so not genuine, and people read right through that. Right. And after a while, too, it's like, I'm going to just go and unfollow you. Because yeah. like how if I wanted to be served an Instagram feed full of ads, then I would literally just do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one wants that. Everyone wants to feel connected to a brand like they would a person. So I think that that's a really big goal. For 2024, if you can get it in, squeeze that in, I would really try even just looking at like the 
you know, the copy that you're using or, you know, what, what, like, what are you saying? Like, are you giving them information that goes beyond this is what we offer? How about Mm -hmm. why it's helpful? How about why they need it? How about how it makes their life easier, better, Mm -hmm. faster, right? That's huge. Sin. Sin. Um, Another huge sin going into 2024 is not being mobile first, which means you're like marketing usually drives like the website, but Mm -hmm. then there's obviously coders and web developers that are working on the website. And if you are instructing them to you know, if you're updating a web page and we're checking, okay, do we like how it looks, whatever, and you're checking that on your desktop first before you're looking at your mobile device and seeing how it looks on your mobile device, you are doing yourself a major disservice because major. most people are looking on their phones. Like literally almost people, everyone. Literally, when is the last time you pulled out your laptop to like shop for something? Let me tell you why, first of all, never. And the reason <laughs> is because the websites suck, which is fine with me because the app that they have an app, the app's good. If I just oh, go love on an app. Chrome, Chrome's good. Like, but when you go on the computer, like if you're trying to buy like clothes or something online, like on the laptop is weird and just no one does that. No one, never. Yeah. Never. So like, yeah, if you're publishing, well, even if it's not even a product, if you're publishing a blog for a website, mm-hmm. like you want to make sure it looks really good on your phone. Because people are going to be checking their emails, they're going to be on your social, and they're going to see you talk about the blog, and they're going to try to read it from their phone. They're not going to be like, oh, let me just uh, open up my computer and type in that web page and read it there. No, they want to read it on their phone. So like, it is who's way more that? important. <laughs> who's, not me. If, I, if a website is not like functioning mo- on mobile the way that I would like it to, like, goodbye. Like, I'm yeah. just not – because I feel like you also lose credibility. It's like you're going to try to tell me like – teach me something or like whatever it is in that blog and like you don't even have a functioning mobile website like yeah like the goodbye. alignment is all off yeah or it's like you have to like zoom words. out yeah. to like make it all fit like that's horrible horrible yeah. horrible even just this is i think really key for 2024 if you're a work at a brand and you're in charge of hiring or firing or whatever that is it looks like for your company when it comes to video content i would look for someone when you know if you just need like video content in general I would look for someone that has a lot of experience in mobile first video, mobile Mm -hmm. optimized video. Why? Because again, that's what everyone's looking at things on, whether it's on social media or on your website or something, including an email, like people are looking for things that fit and function normally. And when you hire, I know a lot of videographers obviously now are more familiar with doing more vertical shot video. But they haven't always been. They haven't been. And a lot of people have the same people that, you know, a lot of companies have, are working with the same videographer that they've been working with for seven years. And it's like, hey, I would recommend and either turn that a little literally bit. turning it, literally turning it. So obviously, like we struggle a lot with that in our jobs where you get these videos that are really, really, really well done. And they look beautiful and they're gorgeous and they're lovely, but you can't use them because it's literally impossible to use. It's going to be either super weird with black lines on the top and bottom or so close and zoomed in because you're literally taking like a slice out of that video and using it. Yep. No. Struggle. So yeah, focusing on just all your content, video, written Mm -hmm. images, like make sure it looks good on mobile before, like 
figure it all out. It looks great mm-hmm. on mobile. Okay, it doesn't look great on our website. Who cares? We'll fix it later. Like, Literally worry about yeah. that. That's so second. Like, yes. it's just not as important. Obviously, it depends on the brand. If you're something that people are specifically using like while they're working or something, then yeah, probably right. make sure your website's good too. But just hire a coder who can do both. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want a responsive website. Who can do both. I love that one, E. That was really good. Okay. Thanks. My next one. Actually, this is my last one. It's doing exactly what everyone else is doing. That is not good, you guys. Not my favorite thing in the world. And let me tell you why. Okay. Yes, there's trends. We want to pick up on trends. We want to use trending audios. We want to be including the correct hashtags. If everyone's talking about the Barbie movie, probably a good time to talk about the Barbie movie, right? People are looking for that content. That content's being shared more. Algorithms are hearing people like Barbie. Let's talk more about Barbie. Let's show more content about Barbie. Okay. We all got that part. The issue beyond that is that you become a, whether you're an influencer, a person making content, a brand making content, you are becoming a carbon copy of every other brand, every other person on the internet. Not saying don't do the trends. What I'm saying is make your content stand out. If everyone's doing a Spotify rap that looks exactly the same, make yours different. Make yours a video with some little motion graphics in it. Boom, boom, boom add music to it and make it a reel, you know, play each song for a couple seconds, like do something different. You can still follow that trend, but like make your, take your own spin on it. And I think for brands too, this is really helpful because a lot of times brands get a little weary and a little nervous when it comes to like following trends and stuff. Like it takes a while for the brand to like get approval or they're like, oh, like this seems like really informal or whatever. Like there's just a million, you know, little things you'll come across when you're trying to make content for a brand. And I would say this is a good opportunity to be like, okay, I like this trend. What's a way that you guys think we could fit into this? Or something, you know, like how can we take this idea and do something that's like a sister to it? You know, not even this exact trend, not this trending audio, but like something else similar we can do. That's great advice because I think, you know, you mentioned this obviously, but you're just becoming like instead of having this unique content that stands out, you are just one of hundreds of thousands of people that are doing the same exact thing and yeah sure you're following the algorithm and you're talking about barbie but it's getting lost in a sea of barbie posts exactly and one other thing i was going to say too and this is honestly the most important thing if you're going to follow a trend you better be quick on it because that's the most important part okay because yes like eileen said when barbie trailer comes out and you see you know a post here a post there that's when you want to be in on it Okay. The next day, two days later, three days later, when your entire feed, your entire explore page, your entire for you page is all Barbie, bad time. You want to be on the cutting edge, first person to follow that. Like you see a couple people doing that trend. That's when you want to jump in. Same with like TikTok audios. You see this audio that the video has a ton of views and funny or whatever it is, but ever heard this audio or something, use that audio. Because that video is going viral. Other people are going to be using that audio. You want to be like in the first chunk of people to use it. Yeah. And I think this just going slightly off tangent here. This just reiterates our point always that like social media is a lot of work and you need a lot of people working on it to do exactly what you just said. Like no joke. It has to be someone's job to scroll and be like, I think this is trending. We should, we should jump on this. Yeah. Like that's a whole job. Even when it's like, a whole job. Yes. It's really, really hard to do it without. Like I even think of like an influencer. Like 
you know, obviously they're working on their computers, they're working on brand deals, they're making videos, they're making content, but they really do have to spend a lot of time figuring out what people are looking for, what yeah. people are talking about. Like, that's a big, big part of, mm -hmm. you know, any job really, especially in marketing is research, like yep. market research, what is going on? Mm -hmm. How can we apply this to our business? And quickly. And so quickly. Like, I swear I'll probably see somebody post some sort of Barbie content this week and I'm going to be like, like, no, doing? or like the Kevin James meme or something. Like you are like if if I saw a brand post like the um grimace shake meme or something, like get out of here. That yeah. was like literally like in August, maybe earlier. Like absolutely not. Even like a couple weeks later, honestly, you're better off just doing the content that you normally do mm -hmm. versus doing that. It just doesn't work well. Yeah, it's so bad. Okay, All right, great one. Thank you. Okay. My last one is honestly something we've talked about so many times, and I'm just going to keep nailing this in because this is a big uh, a big point we always are trying to make on the Working on the Weekends podcast, and that is obviously that AI tools are here. They're here to help you. And if you're going into 2024 and you still have not tried an AI tool yet, tried to help it make your job easier, tried to help it make you more efficient, whatever it may be, you are... I think I said this earlier, this exact phrase, but you are doing a disservice to yourself. Literally. They are here to stay. They are going to become integrated with every software you use, every everything you use as a marketer. So start getting accustomed and learning how to use them to help, help you do better at your job. And yes, 100%. Also, a lot of times like they're really not that expensive. Or there's a free trial or you can get on a demo with someone like a salesperson and they'll show you how it works and stuff. Like just dip your toes in at a minimum. Yeah, like there's so many good tools. And we have actually a podcast episode on AI where we list off some of our favorite tools in marketing yeah. for AI. So go ahead and check out that episode if you just want like some quick tools to check out. Yeah. Copy.ai is my go-to bestie. So good. And I would take a look. But yeah, honestly, like just makes your job so much easier for – and like by avoiding it, like we used to do, like I was like, I don't want to use that. Like I can Same. do my job on my own. Same. Like, yeah, I can do my job on my own, but why not do a better job faster? Like why not, why not present my client the best product or the most amount of work I can do, you know, in the hours that I'm working for them? Right. Like, I want to do that for everyone. Why not have a tool, copy edit your work for you instead of having to ask somebody else to do it or like read through something you wrote five million times to yep. make sure it's perfect. Yep. Or if you just need a word, you're like, I don't want to use this word. What else can I use? But you don't want to like look up like synonyms literally Google for... synonyms because a lot of times they don't really apply. You know what no. I mean? But if you send it into copy AI, like, hey, I want to switch out this word. What else can I put there? And just give them that blurb of copy. They will give you a list of options that actually make sense. Yeah. It's basically just like an upgraded search engine. Yes. Or like it reminds me kind of of like, well, copy AI at least reminds me a lot of like Grammarly. Yeah. But like, no, totally. That's how I like use it. Grammarly, too. but like fixing, actually fixing it yes. for you. Grammarly just likes great. to tell you what you did wrong, but it mm -hmm. doesn't tell you how to fix it. I'm like, upgrade to find out what you did wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, like upgrading. No. Tell me what's up with this. Yeah, agreed. Like, what's, um, where's my grammar off? Help me, please. Yeah. I didn't go to college. <laughs> I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. Um, once it comes closer, we should do like a one year, um, like update AI episode and yes. see like what new tools we have started using in the yes. last year. Working on a weekend like usual. Okay. So we said this at the beginning of the episode, but it's been a little bit of time since we've done segments. So we're here for segments. Yay. 
I'm actually really excited about segments because I've been missing them. And I saw you were doing corporate jargon this week. And I was kind of bitter just because I love complaining. Mm. I love complaining. And I just can't do it this week. So I'm ready to hear you complain during the okay. corporate jargon segment, which if you're new, hi, we're Peyton and Eileen. Hey. Welcome to the pod. We do a segment. We actually do three segments, but the first segment we do is our corporate jargon pet peeve of the week where we, you know, we all sit on calls, you hear people talking and it's all like, what are you saying? Like, are these real words? And it's just all these random phrases of Google gobble. Okay. Google gobble. And we come in here with a pet peeve, one that we've been hearing that we just literally cannot hear another time before we have to like blow our, let me say that, Mm -hmm. until we have to, you know, take our laptops, throw them out the window. Yeah, just lose it. We have a freak out, okay? So, Eileen, what is the corporate jargon pet peeve of the week? I'm so ready to hear it. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's Get gross. the people go. Okay, I kind of thought I'd start us off our first mm. corporate jargon of 2024. I, we're, this one's going to be like the words themselves are not that bad. It's more of like when this is used, you're just like, okay. 100% I know what you mean. Okay. And that would be like if you're maybe in like an all staff meeting or mm. a big team meeting and there's being announcements shared and talking about our vision for the year. And then someone, you know, usually like a higher up person is like, okay, and with all that, you know, more to come. More to come? More to come. I thought you were going to say with all that, which mm-hmm. I also could get – oh, like I <laughs> think I could stop that saying too. that too. Yeah. More to come. More to come. How about – okay. Why do you hate this? There's never more to come. That's why I hate it. They never – It ne- there's nothing else. What do you mean more to come? Like if you had the information – like if you're telling me this information, I'm hoping that there's something to this. If it doesn't have like – if it's not good or you don't know what's happening with it, like please don't tell me until you know. Yeah. But more to come. So we're going to make some adjustments to the team. More to come. Right. There's It's like whatever meeting. It's like whoever is leading the meeting, mm-hmm. it never fails that that person will say more to come on that at some point during the meeting. So true. Do you say that? No, because I don't lead meetings a lot. I'm, I'm a follower. Okay. I don't lead a lot of meetings, but even when I have, like, I would just not say that. Yeah. You know, I have a whole note of corporate jargon on my phone. Like, I I could just dip my hand in there and pull out another one right now. But I um, hung out with some friends this weekend, and we started talking about corporate jargon. (laughs) Wow. What a fun This one was a contribution from a friend, and I was like, I love that because it's so freaking true. It's so true. Thank Shout out, friend. Shout out, John. Shout out, John, for more to come because more you you would be right, John. There is no more to come. Yeah. There's never more to come. There's nothing happening. Is this one like that bad? No. No. But it's like you, you know, you read it in a big Slack update and you're like, all right, well, I'll, maybe in like six months I'll find out what was more right. to come. It's almost like a waste of time telling me. It's like It's like a – an intro to something that like just isn't going anywhere. You know what I mean? And like if it is, like once it's time for me to like do – like if you're saying more to come, I guess this is what my issue is. If you're saying more to come, it's like there's there, there's an anticipation of something. Mm-hmm. But the anticipation never like bursts. Like it never goes anywhere. It doesn't get scaled. You know what I mean? And <laughs> without scaling no. it, it's really hard to like – Know care, what's to come. To care. What, what what's what's to come? 
Yeah. Like when there's more to come, more to come, then tell me. Because like this announcement has no information. Basically, it's just a uh, hey flag. Ooh, that's another thing I don't love. I'll save that. <laughs> more to come was um, just you know a little like dipping our toe back into corporate jargon. It's we all had a nice holiday break. Like let's not ruin it too much. So true. With and you a know very what? like disgusting corporate jargon. I feel like we had to get that one off the list as well. Like I have a few that like I never want to say because I'm like it's not my favorite one, mm-hmm. but it's good enough. It needs to be in the episode at some yeah. point. And that was yours. And I think next episode that we a full length episode, I will do one as well. Okay. Because. Like one of the ones that are not my fave because I just yeah. like still need you guys to hear it and be on the same page. Ooh. That's another one. You've dropped a couple. I so know. Did I. You what know did, what I say? did I say switching gears? No. Mm, circle. But no. What did you say? Oh, take this offline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, we like need to get our like we need to get together. So fun, quick story because we're at the segments, you guys. If you're he- here still, you're just here for a fun time. Okay. Yeah, you are. So. I have an obsession with saying girly. Mm-hmm. Like, stop girly. Come here, girly. I say it to my girl dog. I'm like, come here, girly. I'm like, oh, girly, get off here. Like, I was saying it as like an ironic joke. Like, I was saying it ironic, like slay, like that. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I didn't mean this seriously. The problem is I can't stop now. I say it non-ironically. Like, I, it just comes out of my mouth and I'm like, ew, I hate that. So I always jokingly will end up saying it to Foz because I'm like, <laughs> saying it too much. And he's like, excuse me. I'm like, sorry, girl. Like, oh, I'm a, like, whatever. It's your corporate jargon. Right. So he started saying it back to me as a joke, like girly, blah, blah, blah. And then one day he said it by accident. And he was like, no, I can never say that again. <laughs> I will never have a serious conversation with the word. Like, I cannot believe that just came out of my mouth, like not as a joke. And I was like, I told you it sticks. And my point with that is so does the corporate jargon. I need to just completely not use it. Like not even like, oh, on a work call, like slip some in because it sounds fun. Right. Like, I need to stop using it because it's becoming a part of my life. You gotta go culture. I can't, I cannot become the corporate culture girl, Lee. Mm-mm. Get it? <laughs> I cannot become a corporate cu- culture girl. I just can't. No. But it's stu- it sticks. I know. It's hard it out really, here. Ugh. It's hard out here. You're just trying to fit in. But I'm like not. That's the thing. It's like you just hear it. It's like and it just becomes like a part of you. I'm it's forced. like you know you live in the south and like after a couple of years you start getting like a little bit of a southern accent. A twang, y'all. The twang is us with corporate jargon, and the yep. twang is starting to really hit. And I can't. It's bad. Okay. On that note, <laughs> that's another one. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's like everywhere we say. Yeah, it's like transitions a lot of the time. Mm, yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, on that note. We are moving on to our next segment, which is This Week in Social, where we share some sort of newsworthy thing that is maybe happening on a platform or in the social space. And Peyton has our announcement of this week. What is the 411? What is the hot gossip? I do. And I want to have a quick side mention. And that is just that X is the worst platform. Yes. The end. Like half of the articles are just about X and like changes to X. And I just cannot even go there. Mm-hmm. So we're not doing that. But if you're no. interested, there's a lot of stuff going on at X, such as the verification badges for brands that were like two grand a month going down like $200 a month or something. Just keep that in mind. Go do mm-hmm. some research on socialmediatoday.com. You're welcome. Is our friend there? Jacob? Andrew? Andrew. Is it Andrew? I think it's Andrew. Hi, Andrew from Social Media Today. We love you. We love you. Now, also from social media today, Andrew, thank you for the content yet again. Andrew Hutchinson, I see your name on here. Okay. So this one I actually <laughs> thought was really interesting and worth 
bringing up because it's not necessarily like news, but it's some data that I think might shock others as much as it did for me. And that is a performance analysis report from Amplify that finds Facebook and Instagram reels outperform TikTok clips in driving views. Interesting. Which is so, so, so interesting. So over 1,300 brands on Instagram and TikTok, like their sister profiles on the two apps were tracked. And Instagram reels drove far more views with longer reels clips performing the best, which is also interesting. TikTok has also mentioned the longer content's doing well. And if you go to, well, I'll link this in the show notes, but if you go to the website, they have like a graph and you can kind of see like the different platforms and how the content's performing. But I find that very interesting because Instagram has done it again. You guys, Instagram has done it again. They steal Snapchat, they steal Snapchat stories. They put them on Instagram. No one uses Snapchat. Everyone uses Instagram. Every feature they have literally like it outperforms whatever they were stealing. That also goes for this. TikTok, short form video content, literally king. TikTok created an entire new internet for the social media people. Everyone, basically. And like they've done it again. They took the videos and the videos are getting more views on Instagram, which could also just be due to more people on Instagram than TikTok. But I mean, Instagram's also, I mean, TikTok's also really big. So I don't know if it's that, but I just something to keep in mind. If you are doing video content and you've been focusing on TikTok, hasn't been working for you, maybe take a little gander, a little yeah. walk over to your Instagram and try posting them there and see if that works better. I wonder if it's because TikTok is solely a video platform, whereas Instagram and Facebook are mixed with other mediums that maybe the video stands out more. Right. Yeah, or... no, that's so true. And it's, it's less like video fatigue. Like if you want a video, yes. you can go to the, like, you can look at reels. And even if you're like on a reel, you can scroll down and get like suggested reels, kind of like mm -hmm. a TikTok for you page. But then also you can go watch stories. You can yeah. do different things. Read like an image or a text heavy post. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. Right? Thanks for sharing. Of course. And we have one last segment, which I love this segment. I'm excited. So our last segment is current trends. Something in the social world that's trending. Do we love it? Do we hate it? Do we care? You get it. Mm-hmm. It is time. Eileen, what's going on this week? So we both have several things to talk about. <laughs> and because of that, we are just going to like maybe rapid fire these a little bit. But Peyton, you kick us off with okay. a current trend you're loving or hating. Yes. I only have one, but I have a feeling that you also picked this. And oh. I'm hoping it's a hate. Okay. And if you put this in your love category, ugh, okay, we'll have to get into it. Mine is the ins versus out trend. Thank, thank God. Thank God. That's exactly what I was going to say. That is okay. literally exactly what I was going to say. I, I, okay. I liked it two weeks ago. Same. I am sick of it now. Stop Same. talking about your ins and outs. Like, this is what we talked about. Like, when you're trying to, I'm sorry, I'm taking over yours. No, I'm please, sorry. I'm no, this right is now. ours. Keep going. You, you're saying exactly what I'm feeling. <laughs> this is what we were talking about earlier, I think, in one of our deadly sins, which was stop doing what everyone else is doing. It is now January 4th. By the time you all are listening to this, it is January 8th. There will still be ins and outs being posted. And guess what? That's out. It's out. It's out. Yeah. Ins, ins and outs versus are out. Outs, out. Like, out, 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 stop. Like, okay, first of all, no one starts a new, like, I'm going to, like, new year, new me thing. No. Like, that, like, first of all, if you're going to do that, like, people are looking for, like, resolutions and different things that, like, 
before the new year starts. So like no one's buying a planner on January 4th. You know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. are, go buy that planner. Go get that girl, but girly. But if girly. not, then you need to stop. Like stop. No one cares. No one cares. No one's going to all of a sudden start drinking more water. Also, I liked these at the beginning, but even then I was kind of thinking like, who are you? Yeah. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like they're I like, think- oh, ma- coffee's out, matcha's in. Like, And I get they're yeah. talking about for themselves. I do yes. get that. But I'm like – you're an influencer. Like, you know, you're trying to influence people to do something mm-hmm. and like, what's wrong? Like, I don't know. It just seems very like self-righteous. Like, this is like my stuff. You know what? It's almost like for me to bear with me here. I'm ready. I feel like labeling it as like ins versus outs. It's almost like corporate jargon. Like, can we just be like, one thing that I'm leaving in 2023 is like, here's my list of things I'm leaving in 2023, leaving it as that. But everyone's like, ins and outs, ins and outs. It's like, can we, you're making me throw up, ins and outs. Like, stop calling it ins and outs. When you like an influencer jargon. Yes, yes. Like, it's like an influencer jargon. Mm -hmm. The ins and outs. Yeah. Like, this is so in right now, guys. Like, whatever. Like, have you ever walked up to someone, Peyton, and been like, my ins for 2024? Absolutely no. not. No, no one cares. Once again, no one cares. No one cares. And I actually liked these at the beginning, but now that mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it, like, why? Like, do I care what Joe Schmo is doing for the new year? Mm-mm. Give me some like actual tangible things. Like, it's not like she was saying planning's in and going, like, living a free life is out. Like, let's just, I'm making something up. Yeah. Like, if, if planning and like getting a structure in your life is in, what planner should I buy? What routines do you have? Is there apps you use? Like, how do you, where, did you read a book that taught you more about that? That's what I want. I don't care what's in and out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, um, Uggs are out and Birkenstocks are in. I don't know. Like, okay, so I'm supposed to show, throw on my shoes? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? It just seems weird to me, but that's not even really the issue. The issue is that they're still happening. Stop yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest and issue. I'm starting to see, I go through so many podcasts. We talk about this all the time. I listen to so many podcasts. I've had probably six or seven podcasts that I listen to do ins and outs episodes. Mm. And you know what you're not going to see on this podcast? An ins versus outs episode. And if no. we name it that, it's a joke. Yeah. We're just making funny jokes. Wow. I love that we had the same one. That I had a feeling. Me, it makes me happy. I had a feeling. Think if you said that was your love, I was going to be like, Eileen, we can't. No, it was a major hate. I actually like thought that was going to be controversial of me to say. No, it is on the money with things I can't stand right now. I'm going to start going on Instagram doing, I don't like this post. <laughs> Ins and outs, don't like Honestly, it. like if Ins it's and any, outs are out. If it's been any post that's been taken as a screenshot from notes, those are my out. That's my out. <laughs> okay. Whatever you could have on there, whether it's an apology or whatever, just leave me out. I, I don't yeah. want to see it. Yeah. We're not interested. Red okay. flag. Oh, thank God. Thank God we're both hating on that. I knew we would be. Okay. The other yes. hate that I have real quick is the um, silently reviewing products. Have you been seeing these? It's not really – you're not silently reviewing something if you're like – if you're like showing me your lip gloss and you know it's trying to be asmr and whatever and then you're like i love this yeah that's not a silent review you're talking you're just whispering okay everything about this is wrong one what is a silent review like what is the point of that if you're gonna review review if you're gonna be silent be silent like i don't know this is an asmr like which is whispering by the way it's not silence no one what's the point of a 
like a silent video. Like, give me some information. Or sometimes I see them, they put like little like text will pop up with like information. Like, that's not yeah. silent. You know what you no. know what you're doing. You're giving me the same information. Like, but what's the point of these videos? Because if I want to review, I want to review. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if someone's talking about a mascara and I'm actually interested in that video, I want to know why you like it. Yeah. Not just like watch you put it on. I want you to say like, hey, I got this at this store. This is where they sell it. This is the price. This is why I like it. I don't care to watch you silently put on some mascara in your in your bathroom. Yeah. It's like I, the laziest trend I feel like. But it's just like it, my, my – I think my biggest issue is they're just never actually silent. Like you're just – No, no, no. That's so true. Like it's never at least silent. follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time it's like, hi, guys. Yeah. Right. Stop. Love this. No. That's – you're talking. Link in bio. Yeah. We'll have to share some of these. I saw one. <laughs> we should make I think I saw some. one that was good. Oh, we should. Like a joking ones. Like it was a joke. <gasps> I saw one that was good where like I think she was taste testing Dr. Peppers, like all the different kinds Ooh. of Dr. Peppers. And she was like, obviously you guys can't see me right now because this is a podcast, not a YouTube video. But she was like, you know, like like put 10 fingers up, like 10 out of 10. She was like, oh. Like, and you can see the taste. reaction of yes. it, you know. Those ones are better, but yes, it's when someone's just like trying a new um foundation from Sephora, already talking. Then they start and like they just like put it on, and then they just like either will like kind of talk throughout it or they just like end the video. It's a couple of them I've seen the comments being like, okay, so was it good? And like, like they don't even know, like, because you can't yeah. tell by the reaction, but like if you're eating something, like if we got those cookies that from that video mm. from our first episode, I can never remember the name, you'd think I would know it. Last I crumb. It. Last crumb. I know you've had them. But like, could you imagine eating those cookies and just like a straight face? Everyone. Yeah. I would be like bored. Like, I'm bored. Give yeah. me more. Give me more. It's yeah. the laziest trend ever. I, I will not be participating. Trend. Actually, I will be participating for the WOTW podcast, Instagram and TikTok at WOTW pod because I simply must make a joke out of this and find something ridiculous to make one about. Yeah, I'm going to have to think this through, but I would like to do it too. It will be so fun to do it. Okay. Okay, have another one. One love. Just a yes. quick little love. I'm because so excited. Because we're talking about like all these like reviews and products and TikTokers and whatever. One that I am liking is people being like five things I don't regret buying in 2023. Yes. Those ones are good. This is what I need. That's what I'm talking about. Give me when people Your do. holy grails of the year. Yes. 2023 product like best products 2023 type videos yes one trillion percent yes give me that again i want to buy stuff tell me what to buy in a way that like is quick concise and makes sense like show me it on tell me why you like it boom thank you and like you know especially like influencers they get so much free stuff they buy so much stuff to review and just to have in videos and stuff so you know they know like if they're saying that this is a really good moisturizer and they have dry skin too like i'm trusting them and they're usually right Yes. Unless like it says hashtag they ad. have a lot of stuff. So yes, no, don't trust that hashtag ad. But they have so much stuff. So if they're saying of all the stuff they had, these five things were their most favorite, no regrets. That's that's a that's a bold statement. Bold and phenomenal. Yes, yes Eileen, I, we're on the same page. I love okay. that we were so, so, what's a term I can use? Aligned? Oh my God, I forgot about Aligned, dude. I was literally trying to think of a, a corporate jargon. Yes, we are... So aligned. So aligned. Okay. I would have to say that we really kicked off the first segments of 2024, like with a bang. We, I know. I, I don't these even were, know how we're going to top segments. it next week. Well, we have some ideas for some little, little, you know, throw in segments here and there. So 
don't worry because don't there worry. are more segments coming. And we literally, like the world does not stop turning. The silent TikTokers are not done being silent. No, they're not. Come back in a few weeks. Actually, come back next Monday for another episode. But come back the next Monday to find out what we're talking about as far as the segments go next week because it's going to be amazing like always. Duh. Yes. That was fun. I thought that was so fun. I feel like we really killed it today. We had the marketing sins, you guys. If you're doing those things, try to find ways to get those out of your life and out of your world. Like, honestly, just like, you know, really just, be just consider. Everyone we went through, just kind of think like, do I do that? And is there some small ways I can be slightly better in this way? You know? Yes, exactly. It's all about baby steps to improvement. And yeah. these are ones that uh, definitely should be kickstarting your improvement. Yes. Well, as always, thank you everybody for listening along to another episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast. We are so happy to have you here. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And only five. Well, yeah, much. only five. If you're going to give us less than five stars, just don't do it. Literally, don't. Please, please don't go to We've Apple only podcasts. gotten five-star five reviews so far, though. Because the WOTW listeners Brucey's. are an elite group of people that know what good what good content sounds like. This is it right here. That's right. So five stars, please, and thank you. And if you'd like to leave a review. Oh, my gosh. We haven't read a review in a while. I we got to do that soon, too. Well, come back next week, guys. Yeah. Um, leave a review. We'll be so happy. And we will... I promise, read it on the podcast. Give you a little shout out. Um, you will. You can catch up on like all of our episodes too. If you go to our Spotify page, our Apple podcast page, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, you can just find all our episodes. So catch up on um, any you may have missed. Re-listen to ones that you love. But you know that we will be back next week and we are here every Monday with new episodes. And if you're missing us, between now and then, you can check us out on the WOTW Instagram and TikTok. Yay. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see Thanks. you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Working on a weekend like usual.